We're very thankful today to be joined by Illinois State Representative David Severin. Representative, thanks for the time. Always good to be on with you and honored to, to talk with you and the, uh, the people out in uh, radio land. It's always good to be with you, Will. Appreciate it. I noticed a headline recently, Southern Illinois State Rep co-sponsors bill to protect private data of law-abiding gun owners. Tell me what this is all about. It's HB 4150, and you can follow along what's going on in Springfield, the bills with ILGA.gov. But uh, what that bill basically says is that the uh, federal judges are looking at now, if that is overturned, that the Second Amendment uh, protection of gun owners, well, it would require the Illinois State Police to destroy all the records they have of the purchases of gun owners in the state of Illinois that they currently have and are currently uh, keeping. So it would basically what it does, it protects us citizens that are law-abiding now, that they're wanting to uh, try to make us out to be the felons, which of course we aren't, and we aren't the problems in this state. That is uh, what that bill entails, and there are several Republicans that are co-sponsors of that bill trying to work very hard on a daily basis to uh, represent the people in Southern Illinois and the good people of the state of Illinois that are law-abiding citizens that uh, need to be spoken for, and so that's that's what that bill does. So this is in reaction to the essentially the assault weapons ban bill that was uh, held up to this point by the courts, and it says that if you own certain magazines or certain weapons you have to register them with the state but if if that law is eventually overturned by the feds anybody who had registered it would it would force the state police to destroy essentially the record of that registry that is exactly correct that that's that's exactly what that does and uh we we feel it's important to you know we believe it's going to be overturned, and when it is, we want to make sure that that information that they currently have, that that information is destroyed so they can't go back sometime and uh, refer back to that. You know, I've been watching this a long time, and I come back to it often. Bad process yields a bad product, and that's what this law and other laws like the Safety Act, they came out of bad process, and so you end up with all these lawsuits and everything else where if they just would have included essentially both sides of the debate and came to a piece of legislation that was even, you know, somewhat in the middle, you, you wouldn't have to be having all of these tortured legal battles. It's just a, it's just a bad way to run a railroad. Well, that's exactly right. That's a good assessment, Will. And, and you know, we haven't been included in any of these things. And so we get it in committee, they give us lip service and the same thing on the House floor. And then these things are passed. And, and I think I've shared with you, even when the, the Safety Act was passed, um, the other side of the aisle, the, the uh, um, spokesperson for that bill came over and talked to uh, the leaders on our side of the aisle asking for help because they weren't even sure what was all in the bill. And here he, this was the gentleman that, uh, um, that actually ran the bill and, and got it passed uh, with the Dems and, and came over and, and talked to uh, one of our spokespersons and said, uh, I'm going to need your help on this because he didn't even know what was in a bill, Will, that he was running. That's the kind of stuff that we're dealing with. Dave Severin is with us today. Well, as you uh, look over the horizon and the veto session is 
Is it next week? It is. It's actually a week from today. On the 24th, we'll be back in session. And I can tell you right now, the best part of veto session for me is my two grandsons are going to come and be pages on the day on Tuesday. So I'm excited about that. Uh, they're one's in seventh grade, one's a junior in high school, and they're two brothers. And they, uh, I'm excited about them coming up to be pages for the day. It'll be the first time they've been on the house floor with me. So for me, that's going to be the best part of veto session. Uh, people have been asking me, you know, so what's going to come up in veto session? Uh, my answer has been that um, the other side of the aisle, the Dems, of course, that, that have the supermajority, they're not even sure what all they're going to do. I think they're in such a disarray that uh, they're not even sure what they're going to try to do. I'm sure uh, Welch and, and Speaker Welch and some people over there know what they're up to, but as a group, uh, the Dems aren't even sure what's going on. So that's the kind of information, and that's how it works. It's, uh, it's very disappointing. There's been some debate about whether or not there would be a supplemental appropriations bill offered in the veto session specifically to do with a funding that the city of Chicago is asking for in order to help fund the housing for migrants coming to the United States from Venezuela and other Central American countries. Have you heard any thoughts about whether or not that will happen? Yeah, so from what I understand, the Speaker and Governor Pritzker uh, are not going to pursue that. And um, we, we felt like in the last few weeks that maybe that something was coming. But, but of course, um, so we thought something was coming. The latest word is that they're not going to run any kind of supplemental. But then, sure enough, you know, you and I may be talking in a week from now saying, hey, they, they did bring something forward. But that's, um, that's the news that we have as we speak today, that there are not plans to... Uh, to do that illinois state representative dave severin our guest uh dave anything else you want to mention before i let you go no, I, again, I appreciate the opportunity to be with you today, and I just encourage uh, uh, your listeners to follow along with, with the bills that are uh, that are going that may be discussed or what's going on. If you go to that website, ilga.gov, and, and again, appreciate the opportunity to be with you today, and look forward to sharing uh, what's happened. Hopefully, that we haven't uh, after a veto session, we haven't done anything. A lot of times, you know, in the past, what happens is veto session, of course, is to discuss bills that the governor has vetoed, but it also gives an opportunity for some people to bring forth new bills, but we'll see what happens with that. And again, I appreciate the opportunity. We'll look forward to talking to you soon.